This is a Real Grande Guardian International News Service special podcast, a national nonprofit organization called Connect Humanity provides philanthropic and investing capital to advance digital equity. On October 11th, Connect Humanity hosted a virtual roundtable. South Texas entrepreneurs and local leaders discussed the importance of investing in digital infrastructure, broadband affordability, and skills to enhance the South Texas economy. Here's one of the highlights from that virtual roundtable. Uh, so let me turn it over to Luis Escareño, who's in Mexico City right now. We're all jealous uh, to talk a, a little bit. He, you know, he's an entrepreneur, uh, an attorney, and has his own uh, business, uh, but also part of the U.S.-Mexico Border Philanthropy Partnership uh, and many other uh, amazing uh, work that he's doing for economic development uh, in the region. So, Luis? Thank you, Jordana, and I want to congratulate you and uh, the good work that you're doing. Uh, I come at this because uh, Jordana and I, and uh, I think, yeah, Anita Fernandez is on the call, uh, have engaged in conversations uh, over the last couple of years about uh, the digital re resolution, uh, revolution that's, that's taking place. Um, I don't consider myself an expert on tech, so I've really had to sort of bone up and, and even pronouncing the word digitalization is a, is a challenge for me uh, at this point. Um, but I appreciate what you're doing and, and I know that it'll make a huge difference uh, for the Rio Grande Valley. Um, so I come at this because for the last 25 years, my world has been uh, every border crossing from Brownsville to San Diego. So I have an opportunity, thanks to the clients that I have, uh, to engage with uh, the business community uh, in each of those places. Usually, because I'm a former president of a chamber, uh, I connect to chambers, right? Uh, because they're the folks that are engaging the business community. Um, and that process has given me an incredible uh, look into um, how border communities work and don't work. Um, and you can tell an incredible how, how incredibly different they are if you're in actually I shouldn't mention names but here I go uh, if you're Brownsville versus McAllen versus Laredo versus Del Rio versus Eagle Pass versus Nogales uh, El Paso and then San Diego uh, I'm with the San Diego Regional Chamber of Commerce here in um, in Mexico City um, in large part because the San Diego uh, Tijuana region recognize the importance of that alliance uh, with Mexico. And so every year we come here. Um, in that context, uh, I also have a sense of urgency. Um, I told you I'm not an expert in this world. However, I just, picking up on what Janie said, I just finished reading uh, Kissinger's book uh, with Schmidt uh, that's called The Age of AI, um, and uh, which is the way I understand it, machine learning. Um, and I also am reading uh, *Sapiens*, which which is by an Israeli author's uh, big thinker type book. Um, and that those two books signal to me that we're at, on the cusp of a of a paradigm shift, a major paradigm shift that reminds me of when I was in high school reading *Future Shock* by Alvin Toffler. In Alvin Toffler's book, and I was all of seventeen at Jefferson High School in San Antonio, uh, 
Toffler talked about, we're about ready to enter the information age, uh, the, the likes of which you can't imagine the impact that it's going to have. Uh, enter the internet right after all of that. Um, and it completely changed the world. You all have probably grown up in it. I didn't. So this, is, uh, this has been an amazing thing to watch. As I was reading these books and thinking about AI, that's exactly what's going to happen, as I understand it. It's already happening, but it's going to happen to a level that we can't imagine yet in every aspect of our lives. And it is going to require digital literacy if you're going to be a part of all that, if you're going to, uh, if communities are going to do well uh, with the benefits of AI, uh, its citizens need to be digitally competent. What struck me, so I do have a sense, with Janie, I have a sense of urgency here. Um, and that's why I love what you're doing. One of the couple of stats uh, sort of leaped out at me that 46% of the households, only 46% of the households in the RGV uh, have broadband, which, you know, I went, what? <laughs> it's That's pretty staggering. Um, 80% of the jobs that people are looking for in that area are online. Um, and 90% of those jobs require some sort of digital skills requirement. Well, how does that happen if you're not connected, right? How do you find a job? How do you, all of that stuff. Um, so the data is telling us that at least with many areas, but especially the Rio Grande Valley, we have a tale of two different cities, two different communities, you know, San Antonio, Austin, and then, you know, the cities along the border. Um, and that should be a concern to us. Uh, let's take, let's say, healthcare. I recently, we went through hospice with my dad uh, recently, and my dad was blessed in the sense that he had, you know, me and four other uh, children who were all, are all somewhat digitally competent. Everything we did with the, the the healthcare agency that was taking care of him was done digitally. Everything that the appointments, the prescriptions, all of that stuff. Um, my dad, my mom couldn't have managed that if she was the only caretaker uh, helping him. Um, and it, I was really kind of taken aback by how all of it, just like when you go to Lift Fund, all of it is online. You, it's hard to talk to a person. Um, and and that's what really has struck me. So how are people doing it when they don't have uh, a son who's a lawyer uh, to, to maneuver uh, the uh, the internet? Uh, or if you don't have access to the internet in the healthcare world, um, how do seniors get their prescriptions? How do they do all of that if they don't have all this? So that tells me that, well, yeah, people are somehow getting it, right? But I'm wondering about the people that just aren't participating, that aren't accessing, and it's affecting the quality of their healthcare, the, the, the ability to see a doctor, all those things in the healthcare world. Um, so that that is a real world problem that I think we should all be, given those numbers, be very, very concerned about. Um, Thank you, Louis. No, please go ahead. Uh, and then just briefly, if you just look at the uh, business aspect of it, I'll only say, because Janie touched on it, that, you know, there are places that are really being innovative and creative about how they deal with small businesses. Los Angeles, Mayor Garcetti started a program called Optimize LA. Uh, Anita and I had the pleasure of seeing that. And it goes beyond just setting up the, uh, the website. They've made a major investment in that community, LA County and the city of Los Angeles. Those kind of place-specific efforts are, are the kinds of things that are going to make a difference as to whether businesses really do get digitized. 
uh, because you got to do a lot of handholding. You can't just have a seminar and say, everybody come and learn how to do your website. That's not the way this is going to work. It is going to take handholding and it takes resources. So that's why once you get broadband, you know, getting help to the folks so that they actually uh, become more digitized uh, becomes critical if we're going to have success along the U.S.-Mexico border and especially in the RGV. So with that, uh, thank you for allowing me uh, to participate. Thank you, Louis, very much.